Hi everyone and welcome to the One Mind Meditation Podcast. My name is Morgan Dix and this is a podcast about meditation, mindfulness, and health. On this show, we interview scientists, meditation teachers, and daily practitioners who love meditation to bring you the best tips and the stories to fuel your practice. I've been meditating for over 20 years and 15 of those years I spent training intensively and studying in a yoga and meditation ashram. So it's really my privilege to share my experience and knowledge with you on this show. So today is one of these in-between episodes. Usually we have interviews and then periodically I will talk about a particular topic and today what I want to talk about is this feeling that we all have that we should to be a legitimate meditator you have to practice every day no matter what and it's a really strong idea and a lot of us have it and most of us feel well if I'm not meditating every day I'm not a real meditator and if I'm not meditating every day I'm not legit And okay, all right, so what we want to do is start to break this down a little bit. And the reason I'm bringing it up is because a lot of people, they give up on meditation because they don't do it on a daily basis. And, you know, there's a a whole cycle that sets in. It's like, okay, let's break it down. So you made this commitment 101 times already in the last few years. and, And it's always basically the same. You say to yourself okay, this time it's really going to be different. I am going to meditate every day. And the idea is that this is this is going to help me shed that lingering feeling of guilt from the last time I quit. And now I feel inspired. I feel moved deep down inside to do it. You know, maybe maybe you saw a program or read a quote or something, but you got fired up again to meditate. And now you you have this dialogue going inside your head, and you're gonna you're recommitting, and you feel you know that touching into that quiet part of you every day is gonna help with everything that's dragging you under, and it's like you know uh, uh, an invisibility cloak or a secret talisman of power. This is gonna be the answer this time. It's gonna be different. And I just wonder, is like, can you relate to that? Does that sound familiar to you? Because what if this time it's not going to be different? What if there were good reasons why you needed to stop last time? Maybe there were good reasons that your daily habit got broken up. Your little one got sick or a family member died or you moved or you changed jobs or, or some major event happened and one of the fallouts was that you lost momentum on your daily meditation practice. Now, the thing is, with our busy lives, disruption is the norm. There are more tantalizing, teasing, and glittering things vying for our attention now more than ever. And the issue is that at the same time, I I hear from a lot of people who feel guilty for being an on-again, off-again meditator. And it's interesting, right? Because I, sure, 
a daily meditation practice is a worthy goal. There's no question about it. And meditating on a regular basis, it will help you weather the periodic cyclones that come and blow your house down. There's no question. And I can speak to that. Mostly in this podcast, I do. You know, I maintained a consistent and daily practice for two hours a day for 15 years, almost without fail. And so I understand the value of consistency. And I could, I could sing you a song cycle about the virtues of consistency. And lucky for you, that's not going to happen. But the flip side is that I was in a culture, I was in an environment that was incredibly supportive. It was a spiritual ashram and we were all meditating a lot. So it was reinforced from every direction. And it was a very rarefied environment. There was not a lot of distraction. So the important point is that our culture, the culture that you and I live in every day, is not that. Our culture, it pushes in the opposite direction away from focus, away from silence, away from stillness. And by extension, in that context, meditation is not just a daily discipline. It really, meditating qualifies as an act of defiance against all the prevailing currents of our culture. It really is. It's a big deal to sit down every day and meditate it goes against so much of the momentum of life from a certain point of view. So much of the momentum of culture, I think might be a more accurate way to say it. So maybe, maybe it's time to revisit this idea, the tyranny of this idea of the daily practice. Now, All right, so I'm bringing this up and I'm raising it because so many people struggle with it and then they just give up on meditation. And and I just think that's so too bad. It's, It's really unfortunate. And like any valuable habit, repetition is critical. It helps the brain, it helps your brain lay down neural pathways for new behaviors. And that's important because once your brain establishes that groove in the gray matter, it all gets a lot easier. And, and as a lot of you who know, if you're a regular listener to this podcast, we've done whole episodes on the power of meditation as a habit and a keystone habit because it is incredibly powerful and there's a lot to say about that. And, you know, I'm going to be doing a course on it some point this year and, and publishing a book on it. I'm a, I'm a big fan of habits And yet, I think it's important to talk about this because I think for a lot of us, it becomes an obstacle. This idea, I got to do it every day. And then when you don't do it every day, you start to feel guilty. So if you're an on-again, off-again meditator, maybe that's just how you roll. Maybe the daily thing isn't for you. Maybe a few times a week is more realistic. And, and so I want you to just think about it a bit and see how that lands, if, if this applies to you. Because it, it may not. You may have a daily practice and, you're, and that is just awesome. And that's great. And you're not struggling with it. This is really for those of you who are struggling with it and who feel bad about it. But 
with that in mind, there's two things I want you to think about. There's like two main points here. First, I want you to trust in that impulse. We could call it even a precious impulse within you that yearns for communion with the depths of your own limitless expanse. The part of you that has no boundaries. The part of you that's free. The part of you that's infinite. The part of you that is without question, without doubt, there at the center of who you are, illimitable. There's a part of you this is how I understand our desire for a lot of us to meditate. That urge to meditate has a lot to do with seeking connection or communion with that part of yourself. And that's deeply human. And I just want to encourage you to honor that urge because it is you and it is real and it is important, making regular contact with that unlimited part of yourself is incredibly important. And it's important because when you make contact with that part of yourself, you know, before thought, before word, you simply know that life is good. Life is wholesome. Life before ideas, before any cultural overlay, is immeasurably positive. By tending to that urge that you have to meditate, by nurturing it, you're allowing space for the answers that are already within you to emerge. That is part of what meditation allows. You're creating space for those answers to emerge. You're creating space for deeper questions that live within each of us to mature, to come to fruition, to bear fruit. But you need space. We all need space for that to happen. And meditation really can provide that space. The second thing is be kind to yourself. And I know that sounds trite, but what the hell? It's true. There's nothing wrong, there's nothing wrong at all with being an on-again, off-again meditator. And I know, again, because like I said, I've, I've written all these blog posts about the value of a meditation habit and whatnot, so you know that I'm, I'm very pro-habit. But that can look a lot of different ways. Maybe you meditate once a week or three times a week, whatever. You need to be easy with yourself. If you're hard on yourself, it's really, I want to encourage you to try a different tact, to try a different direction, because I don't think that's going to help you. There's nothing wrong with being an on-again, off-again meditator. Maybe it's like, you could think about it, maybe it's like jazz, Sometimes the space between the beats, it's a, it's a little bit longer and the notes a little more discordant than you think they should be. But that is exactly why the magic happens.
So I'm really curious to hear your thoughts about this. Let me know what you think. You can leave your thoughts in the comment section below. And great. I hope you enjoyed this show today. It's a short one. We'll be back next week talking about meditation in the classroom with my good friend Ross Robertson, who he's an English teacher. He teaches in a middle school and he also teaches meditation. And he's going to share with us about the results he's seen teaching meditation to school kids. Pretty amazing stuff. So tune in next time. And if you haven't already, I encourage you to head on over to aboutmeditation.com to pick up two free guided meditations and a three-part meditation seminar called Meditation for Life. And you can pick those up for free over at aboutmeditation.com. And today, let's end with a quote. And this quote is from Wayne Dyer. And he says, You cannot be lonely if you like the person you're alone with. You cannot be lonely if you like the person you're alone with.